Today's daf Meseches Saita is daf Memches. We're going to have four sections in today's daf. First is the Takanas of Yochanan Kayin Gadol. So let's go through them. We're starting the bottom of Memzayin Amud So we said in the Mishnah that Yochanan Kayin Gadol stopped Hoidayas HaMaiser, the Vidoy Maiser that was said in the third and sixth year, commemorating the fact that you had gotten rid of the Trumas and Maisters that you needed to. The Gemara explains the reason for this is people would no longer give Maiser Rishon to the Levi as the Levian didn't come back in the days of Ezra as they were supposed to, and there was a takana that they shouldn't, should no longer be able to receive uh, vidoy, the Maiserishon, the, the instead it was given to the Kohanim. So you couldn't say the Pasuk of Levi. Once you couldn't say that properly, you couldn't say the rest of the vidoy uh, Maiser as well. In addition, the Gemara clarifies that there was a secondary takana associated, which was relating to Demai, which is that if you purchase food from an Ama Aretz, Yechon and Gadol recognized that Amaratzim weren't so careful regarding the Maestros, so he established a special order of taking off Maestros, at least separating Maestros, so you could take off Trumas Maestros, and then you could keep the Maestros for yourself, the Maestros Rishon and the Maestros Sheni uh, for yourself, or the Maestros Ani for that matter, because anyways, it's Amaratzim Echaveroi, but you had to separate them just because that was a suffix. Although the Amea Aretz took off Truma, they did not take off the Maestros necessarily. So in order to make sure that it was fixed, when you bought food from an Amea Aretz, you had to do that procedure. So those are two Takanas associated with Trumas and Maestros. Moving on. He also was Mevatal the Ma'oririn. What are the Ma'oririn referring to? So in the Beis HaMikdash, the Levim used to say a Pasuk that referenced the fact that Hashem would sleep. Now he understood that what that meant was, when the Jews are suffering, it appears like Hashem is sleeping. But since we're not suffering now, there's no need to be saying that Pasuk. He also mevatel the Nokfin. Nokfin refers to either how they would cut the animals before they would shech them in the base Hamikdash above their eyes, causing blood to go into their eyes, confusing them so they could slaughter them properly, or that they would actually strike them with clubs of some sort, and this could cause them to become a trefa. So either way, he was mevatel it because this was not an appropriate practice. And uh, the final two points here, he would also... In, in, he stopped the blacksmiths from doing, even though it was permissible work on Cholamoy because it was Davar Ha'avet, something that would otherwise be lost, since the sound would travel far, people might think you're allowed to do work in general on Cholamoy, so he stopped that. And as we said, the, the point we said before, which was that he didn't have to ask about Demai because you assume everybody took off the Trumas and Misers as they should have, as he was Misakin. When you buy from an Ama Oretz, you had to do this procedure to fix it up with certainty. Moving on to the second point. Now, the Mishnah here discusses when certain things were lost, we lost certain capacities to perform certain things. So one of those was when the Sanhedrin was uh, nullified, so music in the party houses was stopped. Now, we're going to skip the rest of the Mishnah. We'll speak it out as we go through it in the Gemara. But the Gemara, the Gemara explains, we see from the Psukim, that there's a direct association between the Sanhedrin stopping and music in the party houses. And the Gemara talks here about the severity of listening to music these days, actually, that it's a t- because of this destruction of the Sanhedrin, the Chorban in general, it's not appropriate today to listen to music. It says the people that do listen to music, their ears should be uprooted, houses will be destroyed. There's a shade that actually will destroy the house. The Gemara goes on a bit of a tangent. But the point is that you're not supposed to. However, in line of labor that motivates the people to do work better, it is permitted, but just to listen to music like a weaver, for example, is not permitted. 
The Gemara says a Maisa where Rafuna was mevatal zimra, music in, in this community, and it, Hashem clearly appreciated that, causing food to become very affordable. But then when they were mevatal, the minag, Rav Chizda was mezalzal in this minag, so the things became very expensive. The Gemara continues and says that if men are singing and women are responding, it's pretzis, which is bad, but not as severe as if women are singing and men respond. That's like Eish Bina Oires. It's something that causes uh, serious problems. And the Gemara finishes off this sugya by saying people that listen to music, sorry, that drink wine, that party with four types of instruments cause five types of punishments in this world, eventually ending up in Gehenim. All right, that's the severity of music today. After the Chorban, we have to commemorate it by not listening to music. Certainly, there's a lot to talk about. Let's continue. The next point the Mishnah had told us was that when the Nevi'im passed away, the early Nevi'im passed away, there was no longer Urmatum. Now, initially, the Gemara thinks that that means in the days of David, Shmuel, and Shlomo. But the Gemara refutes this, and it shows that there was clearly Urmatumim in their days. So rather, what it refers to is in the days of Chagi, Zechariah, Malachi, were the latter ones. So until their days, though, there was Urmatumim. Following their days, you couldn't be answered through asking the Urim and questions as was done prior. And the Gemara says, even though that's true, there was still the capacity to have a baskol, which was some sort of a heavenly echo that could convey certain information. And the Gemara brings a few stories talking about how baskol was maspid, gave a eulogy about great people in a proper way. And the Gemara just finishes off this sugya that they wanted to continue saying such a great eulogy about Ryud ben Bava, but they couldn't do it because he was Harugi Malchus, he was killed by the Malchus, and uh, there was an issue with doing that as it could cause enmity and more people to die. Okay, final point of the day here, which is certain things that were stopped when the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed. The first one of them was the Shamir. Now there is a machlekes what this Shamir, the special worm, was used for. According to Rav Yehuda, it was used for the stones of the Beis HaMikdash. According to Rav Nechemia, it wasn't used for that. Rather, it was used for the stones of the Aphod and the um, and the Choshen. That's what this Shamir was used to carve out not the stones of the Beis HaMikdash necessarily. The Gemara talks a little bit about how they stored this Shamir, special situation, certain uh, other things that were lost when the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed is some, some fine silks, white glass, iron chariots, all kinds of things that uh, also Yayin Karush, this congealed sort of wine, which was very high quality apparently. And the Mishnah told us also Neifes Tzufim. So there's three sheetas here, what Neifes Tzufim refers to. Either it's a very finely sifted flour, Levi learned that it was this bracha that the loaves of bread would puff up so much in the oven that they would touch each other. And Rabbi Shubin Levi says that it refers to a special type of honey that comes from the mountain. They lost that when the base of Mikdash was destroyed. Okay, using this, the Gemara goes on a little bit of a tangent now and discusses honey in different uh, areas of discussion, which are not directly related to our sugya. Let's move on. The Mishnah told us that when the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, Pasko Anshe Amana. So the Gemara understands what does it mean men of faith died. It means people that have money today, and yet they're concerned about tomorrow. And the Gemara says, according to the Pasuk in Zechariah, Kimi Baz Liyom Ketanus, one shot in the Pasuk would be, is that Sadiqim in the future are going to lose their portion, a certain portion in the next world, because they don't have faith in Hashem that will provide for them the next day. The alternative shot in that Pasuk is, as we turn to Mem Tesimud Aleph, that when... Rishayim's children pass away in this world, those children are going to cause that the judgment of their parents in the next world is not going to occur, essentially. Why? Because they're going to say, if they already suffered by having us die, they shouldn't also suffer in the next world in another significant way. So it's going to tear up the gazardin of their parents by the fact that they're dying, that already 
pays them for the for the averus that they've done. We're stopping the top of the Mentasimad Aleph. As is Hashem, tomorrow we're going to finish the Masechta. Everybody have a great day.